Hi everyone, we've had a question from someone who suffered a lot of trauma in their past and whose daily life is filled with rituals, um, cleaning habits and different different patterns to um, keep some control over, over that pain, over that suffering. And, and the question came in, I don't know if it would ultimately be cruel or healing to try to go cold turkey on these avoidance cleaning rituals, but is that what I need to do to finally fully rewire my cells and brain patterns? In other words, is it really true that my avoidance and cleaning habits are actually numbing techniques that are keeping the PTSD self, in inverted commas, lodged deeper in place? Such a good question, isn't it? Because the truth of it is yes, isn't it? The, the avoidance and the rituals are necessary, and that's a really important word, necessary behaviors to manage the uncontrollable um, suffering that is going on and to avoid feeling the intensity of emotion that's being felt. And while, while that whole setup is happening, there is a continued desperation to avoid whatever is arising in the body and a necessary behavioral pattern to, to escape it. Now, what, what, the, what the listener is thinking there is that should we just try and go cold turkey on these behaviors? And the answer is absolutely not. No, no way. Because those behaviors make absolute sense given given the understanding of reality, given the need to avoid feeling from moment to moment, given the beliefs in who we are and in what's real, given the understanding of the past, the behaviors are just the absolutely logical, right, necessary, um, inevitable um, response to the current reality and to try and change the behaviors and, and we, you know here we're talking about PTSD and, and rituals but it could be any behavior we're talking about any any well literally any behavior addiction or habits or or, or just all behavior to try and change behavior while the understanding of reality and and the needs and um you know the needs of the of the self remain intact is to create havoc really isn't it because now we're denying the the very very necessary actions um given given the reality and we're saying no, you can't do that. And so, so we're putting this 
being in a forced place of incongruence because the very things that make sense to do are being taken away. And, and so sometimes that happens, doesn't it? You know, sometimes, you know, if we think of other examples, we might, um, like, you know, 1st of January, we all go into all these resolutions. I'm going to eat less. I'm going to stop smoking. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to be nicer. All these resolutions, but nothing has changed in the understanding of who we are and what's true. So, we're changing behaviors, but it's going to take incredible willpower to maintain them because they're completely incongruent with what is needed, what's, what's believed, what's, what's necessary for the self. So and when, the more we look at reality, the more we have to, more obvious it becomes that it's never about the form, ultimately. It's never about the behaviors. The behaviors and the form are only just ever the manifestation of what's being believed. And so the whole um, attention, all the conversation, all, um, all curiosity must always be directed to what is being held on to what what is this what's the deepest fear of the self what's the um what's the understanding of how reality is created what's the what's the understanding of the past what's what's the belief of the future what's the um what's the construct of 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 what we are and of what reality is because that's the fundamental um, hard drive, isn't it? That's the, that's the infrastructure or the foundation from which all behaviors emanate. So we begin there for everything, whether it's stopping smoking, whether it's being kinder to people, whether it's um, wanting to do better in our job, whether it's not having enough money, it has to start with the understanding of self and other and reality, of past and future, of concepts, of imagination, of reality. It has to start there. It's the only place. Because with each shift, with each falling away of what's not true, behaviours change. And it might take a little while for them to catch up because there's this sort of momentum, isn't there? This sort of um, like a, a route they follow sort of automatically, but they'll start to look so incongruous. They'll start to jar. They'll start to be so out of sync with deep down what's known that they will just stop automatically. And, and, the, and the stopping will be will make so much sense. It will be so inevitable. It will be so, so full of grace and understanding and compassion. Um, and it's the only way. This, this conversation to look at what is real, what's being held onto, what's being protected, and ultimately the seeing that there is no objective reality. There is no 
objective self. There is nothing ultimately to protect and defend. That, that is where all change begins. That's where all change begins. Anything else, we're just fighting our own mirror. We're just trying to um, annihilate behaviors that make so much fundamental sense given what's believed that um yeah that we just put ourselves in a state of crisis to do that really so yeah i hope that's clear we begin we begin at the core we begin in the place where everything arises from which is the understanding of who we are and what's true and everything falls into place from there. Yeah. All right. So thank you so much for that question. Um, so much appreciated and all the love to you. And lots of love to everyone. Bye.